You are listening to the best podcast in the West and the East, the Public Beta Podcast. Hey, and thanks for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast. It is Saturday, June 25th, 2022. Your host is myself, Lee and Reed. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. Another Saturday morning podcast. You're very patient waiting for me to do all my Saturday morning <laughs> things. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we uh, last recorded last weekend, and there hasn't been a ton of news uh, from Summer Game Mess or otherwise. Not a lot of new games coming out. Not a lot has changed. So you ask, why even record the podcast? Well, there's always something to talk about on the Public Beta Podcast. Read you finished Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1. Oh my god. Yes, yes. Yes, we did. You liked it enough to think about it and uh, me and try to hash out the timeline of how things go down at the Hawkins lab. Yeah, yeah, like I definitely enjoy Stranger Things. I don't think it's bad or anything like that. I think it's pretty good actually overall. Um, it's it's never like held my attention for longer than a couple of weeks, I guess. Um, but I think what I think like what's going for Stranger Things is like. It hasn't. There hasn't been a new season of Stranger Things in like what um, three years? Seemingly like it feels like two years, but that could just be the pandemic. I don't know when that third season actually dropped. Now that you mention it, but whatever the previous season dropped, that was Disney Plus did not have any of their shows, right? Um, I, I don't. Yeah, that's a good question. So Disney Plus releases all of their shows after the third season of Stranger Things. And it's sure. it's all like the stuff that you watch because like I when you say know. Disney Plus releases their shows. Are you talking about like MCU and Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, and, MCU, okay. Star Wars shows, stuff like that. And like you know, I watch them because uh, my significant other really enjoys them, and like I don't dislike them or anything. But if they're all like, you get so desensitized that you forget what like I don't know how to put it. Just like simple. Oh, let me let me say it for you. You get so desensitized, you forget what good filmmaking looks like <laughs> yes yes you forget what good television's like when you you know you have characters you develop them in meaningful ways um you know they have they have interesting character arcs um there's fun mysteries to be had it, it's it's never like you never like and it's it's not like star wars the mc where you like you get this underlying feeling that this is just to serve a purpose to fill a library and like to like flush out the universe I and mean, you don't give a fuck right. about that. Like there's Yeah, so like what Stranger Things does in that place cuz it's it's a fresh IP, it's aping off of a lot of different things, right? So like right. the the clear the clear influence here is like a a Nightmare on Elm Street. However, the lore of their monster and how it fits into their universe is unique to Stranger Things. And the I clapped moments just come from the soundtrack and the setting in which it's in. Yeah. But it doesn't pander them. It doesn't go out of its way to make it seem like any of these things couldn't concurrently exist with the the action of the show. Yes. They're like uh, they went into yeah. season four with an idea of what to do with season four. It's it's like they wouldn't have made a season four unless they had ideas already for it and they planned this out, right? That's why they're saying this is the final season. I it's, think they're doing one more. I think yeah. they're doing a season five. That's the end. Oh, well, it's season four, yeah. part two, you mean? No, no, season five. There's a season oh, five. Oh, shit. Well, anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, it's... Lucky us. It doesn't necessarily feel, again, like a Disney Plus show where it's like, we need to make an Obi-Wan show, and then we'll build the plot around that. And it's like, but there's nothing you can do with an Obi-Wan show that's fucking interesting. And then, sure enough, the show's boring as fuck. <laughs> well, they, the, I mean, that coattails nicely, uh, but the Obi-Wan show, which I said I would stop watching and did, uh, so I've been living by, the, through you and the folks at Red Letter Media letting me know where that show goes afterwards, and it sounds like I didn't miss much, it sounds like there's some pretty good fan service moments, and that's fine, but yes, they set out to make the Obi-Wan show, and at first it was going to be a movie, it was going to be a show, uh, people were like, well, Darth Maul is alive. So what if, like, Obi-Wan, he's in hiding, but he hears about Darth Maul being alive, the guy who killed his sensei in a duel, and he's got to go, uh... He's got to go, he's got to go finish the, finish the fight with Darth Maul, and then you just have a cool adventure tale that's how many episodes long, or literally a movie, 
Uh, it's not an origin story for Obi-Wan, unless you want to do the kind of bullshit flashbacky stuff, reveal a little bit more of Obi-Wan's past. Seems like a boring dude. I don't know that he's got anything really going on uh, prior to joining the Jedi Order and just becoming a, a what he is, a, co- a space cop or whatever. Um, fucking space cop. Anyways. <laughs> so, but they go and make this Obi-Wan show, and they make it about exactly what you would be the lowest on your priorities of things to make an Obi-Wan show out of, but would be the easiest to crowd-please with, and that is set it between episodes three and four Ugh. and have Darth Vader in it. And they did exactly that, and they couldn't even wait till the end of it to put the Darth Vader in it. Uh, yeah, he's like the secondary main character, fuck. He's, he's like Sephiroth in the fucking Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, he's, yes. Ghost. What a great way to put it. Yes. He should yeah. have been He should have been Midgar Sephiroth from the OG PS1 Final Fantasy VII, but instead yes. he was remake Sephiroth. Think of, think of how Obi-Wan learns that Darth Vader is still alive, uh, or that, that Anakin is still alive. He's just hiding in like a cargo bay, and someone shouts it. That's how he, that's how he learns it. <laughs> Anakin's alive, Obi-Wan. No, no, oh. they, yeah, well, that's because, well, okay, okay. Reba or whatever just shouted into yeah, the cargo okay. bay. and we're going to talk about her right fucking now and her, the stupidest fucking plan I've ever heard of in a fucking TV yes. show. So, there's an Inquisitor, the main Inquisitor lady, probably the, the actual secondary main character, Inquisitor Rhea, whatever the fuck it is, who gives a shit? I thought it was Reva or something. I could be yeah. wrong. I watched only two episodes. Yeah, people people are like, oh, she's a bad actress and stuff like that. I don't see that personally. I think she's fine. I think the actual fault is just with her plan, which I will talk about now. So her, okay. <laughs> so she's a surviving youngling from the prequels, right? Like Anakin seemingly, yeah. it's implied he stabbed her, but didn't. Like, I don't know. Can so, I ask a question about Star Wars? Sure. So they, they do Order 66, yes. kill all the Jedi, right? Yeah. Wipe them out. Yeah. Isn't it implied that all the Sith, like, are there just Sith, like, in hiding, waiting for their day, or are they... No, 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 they're, no, they're the only Sith were Palpatine and Darth Vader. Okay, sorry, sorry, when I say Sith, I'm I'm just using that as a colloquialism for evil Jedi. All these Inquisitors and stuff like that, were were they already in service of Sidious, or... No, I believe they were, like, captured Padawans that were converted to the dark side, and then only given... Right, so her origin story isn't unique to her, even, because they're all that. But, yeah, yeah, exactly, but, yeah, anyway, so, since she's an Inquisitor, she wants to get revenge on Vader, because, you know, Anakin killed a bunch of kids and shit, and she was super, super salty about it. Yeah. So she's the only one. Like year, how many years <laughs> did she spend under like Vader's service and all this shit? You know what I mean? Like, like and, and any fucking idiot could look at Vader and be like, "Okay, his weakness is probably the fact that he's a, like a walking computer." Okay. Yeah. You so, watch and, that clickbait video from Red Letter Media. You know his weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. So it's very obvious what Vader's probably weak to, and like, and you can you you know. You know because you're working under him that Vader is powerful as fuck and taking him in a one-on-one fight is foolish as fuck. Like it's completely foolhardy or fool is it foolhardy? Whatever. Foolhardy? Foolhardy? Yeah, yeah. Good question. It's completely stupid. <laughs> okay, so this is her plan, right? She's like, I'm going to capture Princess Leia because for some reason I know that her father has a connection to Obi-Wan from the war. Like, yeah. I, l- I looked in the archives or something. She's like, I'm going to capture... When Prin- literally the connection would be, I'm going to k- kidnap Princess Leia, the daughter of Darth Vader, but no one knows this. Yeah, well, yeah, she she doesn't even know this. Who gives a shit about that? No one knows that by the end, still. <laughs> um, just Obi-Wan. Yeah, and, just and Obi-Wan. Jimmy Smith. And Jimmy Smith, that's right. Okay, so <laughs> she's like, I'm going to capture Princess Leia because, like, surely Bail Organa will... Will like drag this exiled Jedi out of hiding to recapture Leia instead of like hiring like I don't know like a small group of bounty hunters or something right? Yes, someone like a, who's supposed to be in hiding. Yeah, like instead yeah. of like hiring like a private detective to go and get Leia back, like he'll get like like the riskiest possible person anyway. So she puts all her money on Leia bringing Obi Wan out so she can yeah. capture Obi Wan Lee. Yes, and then when she captures Obi Wan, that will provoke vader to come and get obi-wan by himself because he's like oh i'll take him myself this time it's personnel yeah so you're all so she but she does this on a planet like a remote planet you're like okay like i can see the logic here like she's probably gonna like i don't know hold obi-wan by the throat and like 
like got like a, a rope trap ready. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be like, Vader, give me your lightsaber, or I'll kill Obi Wan before you have the chance to, or something like that, right? Whatever the case. Yeah, or she's gonna like set up some bombs or some shit. These no. are all things she should have done. Yeah, yes, all the things she should have done. No, she's like, okay, Obi Wan, I just did this to lure Vader here, so you can go now. And Obi Wan's like, okay, and then he leaves in a ship. So Vader shows up and he watches Obi Wan's ship leave. And Rhea, Reva, whatever her name is, is like, this is it. And her master plan is to attack Vader from behind with a lightsaber. Okay. Vader Let's in- break down the game film here. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is doing the end goal of her plan in space is to get Vader alone with his back turned. Yes. Uh, in order to do this, she... Who is already? She's already spoken to him alone on Mustafar earlier in the series. Uh, for one, uh, for two, uh, yes, you can't take Darth Vader on one on one in a fight. So if you were going to plan for decades, uh, or or however long, nine years or however long it's been, yeah. a decade uh, to kill somebody, you think you would you would explore other options? Uh, and we we talked about that. This is a plan written by dummies. Uh, of the scriptwriters of the show who think that self-preservation uh, is something that she's taking into this mission, that she's not only going to kill Vader, she does want to live and then somehow either take his place or whatever the case. Uh, or she, she would just be... leave? Like Yes. And in, in, in thinking of that, uh, we've seen, well, how have they tried to kill Jedis in the series before? Uh, and it's like, well, a, uh, a, a blaster bolt to his uh, control panel on his chest would work really well. And as you said, Obi-Wan exploits that later in the very same episode. Yes, yep. He, he, uh, he punches it and it causes him not to move a lot. <laughs> so you can't even claim that that's... Yeah, like Obi-Wan, who is forced to fight this man head-on, uh, one-on-one, uh, exploits his weakness uh, to his advantage. She's been with him for nine years, uh, doesn't think to do that. Anyway, so she kidnaps Princess Leia in the off chance that Obi-Wan Kenobi, an exiled Jedi... Uh, will come out of hiding to rescue her, not knowing his actual status, uh, whether he's alive or dead or where he is. Uh, but we'll kidnap the princess in an embarrassing scene. Uh, we're going to get Obi-Wan out. And then before Vader shows up, I'm going to dismiss Obi-Wan, and Vader sees it. Yes. And then he uh, just she attacks from behind, and then he just like blocks it with the Force, and he's like, oh, well, nice try, I guess. And so then he stabs the question, <laughs> nice try, I guess. <laughs> the having Obi Wan there at all, and therefore kidnapping the princess at all, becomes completely moot. As by the time Vader gets there in your master plan, Obi Wan is not there, and you could have just as easily lied, seeing as Vader trusts you, or faked a hologram with any bearded man, and yes. uh, you could have got Vader out the same way. Or better yet. Uh, call Vader to like a uh, ocean planet and kick him in the waves. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Or, or do like, anything. Yeah, gas chamber. Be like, know? Lord Vader. Obi Wan is this way, and then like you know he's a pretty slow. Like he can't run right. So just like, just like walk really fast, then lock him between two doors and fill it with like electricity or some shit. Someone's been playing too much Resident Evil. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there's so many smarter ways she could have done this and would have. She would have came off smarter. Her plan would have came off more evil. If she locked him between two doors with gla- gas and, like, she was like, well, Lord Vader, the, the, the room is about to, like, fill with gas and then a, a spark will ignite it and you will once again be burned or some shit. And she's like, this is for Order 66. And then she, like, presses a button and walks away. But then Vader just, like, uses the force really big time to go through, like, solid steel. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like you could have, like she could have really came big off, time. Yeah, she could she could have came off smart. He could have came off even more powerful. But it's just yeah, lazy. It was fucking lazy as shit. They're like she wants to get revenge. Uh, she just attacks from behind. The benefit of of calling Vader to wherever you want in the galaxy would be that you're calling him to a place where you've already set this up and you have a plan. Yes, and your plan is not just to stab this man in the back who will rip you apart. Uh, yeah, if he he so chooses, like like we're like known far and wide back in like the Clone Wars as like the best lightsaber duelist that the Jedi Order had. Not like, if you stab him in the back, Reed. Yeah, not if you stab him in the back. <laughs> yes. uh, 
Then he lets her live. Is that uh, no? He's, big he stabs her. So Vader stabs her in the in the chest, and then he's like, "I'm gonna do the evil guy thing," where I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably dead," and leave. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she's like, she's like, she's like crawling on the ground, and she sees Leia's robot, right? Um, yeah. So she goes to Leia's. If anybody ro- should know that's not a death sentence. It should be Anakin Skywalker. Or no, the man like, had what? most of his life body chopped yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, he should finish the job. Fuck me. Um, so she crawls over and it, sorry, it's not Leia's robot. It's just like a communicator thing that Obi Wan had. So she checks it, and it's like the message from Bail originally that's talking about fucking Luke. Uh, so she's like, okay, so this is Anakin's kid that he's not aware of. I'm gonna go to Tatooine, and because I can't kill Anakin and I'm petty as fuck, I'm gonna kill his kid that he's not aware of, who's like ten years old. Uh, so she okay. goes to Tatooine. Character arc. Yeah. yeah. So she goes to Tatooine. She's like, I'm gonna kill this kid that no one is fucking aware of. I guess it's gonna piss off Obi Wan, even though like I don't have anything against Obi Wan. I fucking let him go. And you're like, this doesn't make sense. She has no reason to kill this kid. Um, so she she's like arrives on Tatooine and Owen Lars hears about this. Okay, like the fucking aunt and uncle who get the moisture burned. farmer. Yeah, the, the moisture Lars, farmer yeah. who they get burned in fucking New Hope. Crisp. <laughs> they have like two lines. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's. I don't want to hear none of that nonsense. Like I'm gonna need you when the harvest. Yeah, comes I'm gonna need around, you when whatever. the harvest yeah. comes around. And like you can hang out with your friends later or some shit. Like that's it. Peru says like he's got too much of his father in him. Like, That's what I'm afraid of, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like he came here and he slaughtered That's like it. a That's whole. The yeah. <laughs> She's like, he got too much of his father in him. What? Like the only time you ever saw Anakin was when he came around and slaughtered an entire family of sand people. Oh, that's right. That's the only <laughs> yeah. time they really met him. He's like, "Where's my mother?" And then Lars's own Lars's dad. Yeah, he's like, "Hi, I'm the slave owner." <laughs> yeah, he's like, I bought, I bought your mother and, and, and then, freed her. Yeah, I bought your mother and, and freed then I her, lost but not her. really because I married her. It, it was yeah. kind of, it's kind of like a grooming thing. That Will Ferrell SNL skit where he like loses the baby, which is like, I, I freed your mom and married her, and then I flat out lost her. Uh, yeah, and then Anakin murders a bunch of sand people, to which Peru remembers this with a smile on her face, yeah, being like, oh, a little too much of his, his father in him. So Remember when he fucking slaughtered those... <laughs> Remember when he was crying in the fucking cargo pit about killing an entire race of yeah. people? She's probably she was probably coming around the corner with a tray of blue milk Lee, and yeah, then she, she just heard she heard in the room, "I hate them." She's like, oh, "Okay, I'm just gonna." The women up. and the children. <laughs> she's uh, like, oh, she's fuck. like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so she goes there to Tatooine, and Owen Lars is like, "We can't rely on Obi Wan. We gotta Glock this bitch." she's like what and Peru just does like this fucking like we gotta rely on ourselves and she just nods and like moves over like a pot of plants and like gets a bunch of blaster rifles so Inquisitor Rhea who we saw an episode earlier deflecting bullets from a fucking spaceship back at the spaceship I think she's Reva but okay whatever deflecting bullets from a spaceship like a speeder back at the speeder like, she sure. blew up his speeder by deflecting bullets back at it, okay? She's badass, yeah. Yeah. So, she comes to the farm. Two hicks start shooting at her from, like, 20 feet away on staircases and shit. Like, some Call of Duty fucking ambush, okay? Like, wow. they're, they're doing, like, they're doing, like, drop shots and shit. Uh, they're blasting the fuck out of her, and she could not deflect these back to them at all. Uh, and she just, like, punches them to try to get Leia. She doesn't kill them for some reason. She's there to kill a, a young boy. Yeah, but she An draws innocent young li- boy, but she <laughs> draws the line at killing the hick parents that have shot at her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing this, this fucking show makes sense. So she chases Luke away, and I'm pretty sure at some point, like, point, Luke, like, they they try to tell Luke that it's just Sam people attacking the farm, right? They're like, oh, stay in here, Luke. It's just Sam people attacking the farm. Um, but like at this point you have to know that it's not because you know like this is a human being and she's wearing like clothes and you can see her face uh and she has a lightsaber i think she might have took it out when he was still conscious but he bonks his head sliding down a hill so (laughs) i i guess that's their explanation is why he doesn't remember and in a new hope he's like hey obi-wan remember that time i saw another lightsaber and was chased by an imperial inquisitor that was fucking wild 
That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Was like, Never mind what happened in season two. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Rhea, Reva, whatever, fuck. She, she goes up to Luke and she's about to kill him. And then she has, so she's about to kill this kid. She doesn't kill the farmers. She's so she to... has been planning for a decade to kill Darth Vader because he killed a bunch of younglings and she's really salty about it. Her petty revenge on Darth Vader is to <laughs> kill a young boy. Yeah, his, the kid that he's not even yeah. aware of. I was I was to understand she was a focus of this series and one of the quote unquote better written characters, oh, one of the characters no. we're going to explore here. Okay, Obi and, okay. Uh, this the, these are the motivations and no Obi Wan Invader had exploration and mainly only Obi Wan actually nobody else grew or developed. Leia was just Leia from the movies, but as a kid, like she st- she yeah. started headstrong and sassy and she finished headstrong and sassy. It was basically only Obi Wan because he started depressed and and tired and sad, and he by the end he was a little bit less tired, sad, and depressed. So anyway, yeah. Reva is about to kill this kid. She has flashbacks of Vader killing kids, so she's like, you know what? I'm not going to kill this kid after all. <laughs> she just thought of it then after yeah. getting to Tatooine and so already. So Obi Wan, yeah. by the way, is fucking light years away, and he hears like Luke's in trouble. How does he hear this? Like, because he's strong in the Force, you know what I'm saying? Dude, we were just talking about this fucking shit. Yeah. The, like, Force-sensitive, I can sense someone. We were just fucking talking about this. And it's like, he can sense Luke Skywalker is in peril, light years away, but he couldn't sense that Anakin Skywalker, his fucking, fucking blood brother that he fucking fought with in the war, is is the most powerful wizard in the galaxy. He can't fucking yeah, sense yeah, him. Yeah, or Fuck he off. couldn't even sense in, uh, in Revenge of the Sith that he was killing kids and turned heel. Or on the flip side of like, that, that like Vader see, can't sense his own children. Like you see in Revenge of the Sith too, like Yoda react to when Vader, like when Vader starts killing kids in Order sixty six. Yeah. happens. He, he, he has to put his cane down. Yeah, the motherfucker yeah. almost and, took yeah. a knee. And Obi Wan's <laughs> just like la 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 la, hello there and shit. Like oh, he's on the move. <laughs> Obi Wan was taking a shit on the Millennium Falcon. They blew up Alderaan, and he's just like something bad happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Inconsistent uh, force powers here. At least in that case, they were on their way to Alderaan, and they get there, and it's just, like, space dust. So, anyway, that and shit happens. Meanwhile, uh, Obi-Wan... That's fucking... That's really stupid, even me- for Star Wars. Meanwhile, the only good thing that's come out of this series happened... So, Obi-Wan is, like... He's with, like, the Rebels, right? Because, of course, you gotta have the Rebels in Star Wars, Lee. I, I gotta. Well, according to uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, uh, Darth Vader had a, a pretty big hand in creating the Rebellion. Oh, man, I fucking love that meme. You promised to stay away. I lied. (laughs) Uh, Your love for her is not real. It was real to me. (laughs) Fucking love that shit. Anyway. You earlier said Revenge of the Sith 2, and I'm like, they should make a Revenge of the Sith (laughs) Yeah, fuck it, right? Just add on, like, six hours of deleted scenes. It's just, well, it would just be the prequels edited into one movie by whoever did the last time on at the beginning of the Obi-Wan series. It was just like, remember the prequels? And they like edited it together like a WWE fucking it, it, it pay-per-view awesome. package. <laughs> yeah, it looked fucking great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, anyway. Meanwhile, all this is happening. Obi-Wan's with like the Rebels, right? And um, he's like, I'll draw... He's like, that after me, I'll draw him away. So he goes into like like... Like, the lifeboat, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, the spare ship of the ship they're in. Which has hyperspeed. <laughs> the spaceship lifeboat. Yeah, well, okay. It has, like, hyperspeed capabilities, apparently. Whatever the fuck. So he goes to, like, a nearby planet and lands. And Obi-Wan's invaders like, I will take him alone. And then, honestly, this is pretty hype. Um, so they go down. And, you know, Vader and Obi-Wan exchange a couple pre-match words. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is this is a blood feud. It's been heating up. They're base. They're basically one and one. Hate, uh, heading into this fight here. Um, I wouldn't call them one and one. Well, the previous fight, he dragged him through some fire. Like it was. Yeah, but he's big. fucking fine. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, you know, it's like one the other guy know, ended up with like one, one arm. Know, okay, how about this? It's one and no, but Vader got his heat back. Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 Literally. Good, good way to put it. <laughs> uh, so they exchange a couple words and they fight. Uh, the action itself, like the, you could tell the choreography was really, really good, but the actual camera work was that shaky bullshit that was very difficult to tell what was going on in a lot of cases. Uh, but it was very good. I liked how the music was minimalistic and it really let like the lightsabers and the lighting and stuff like that really spoke for itself. Uh, the actual like arena they're fighting was really nice and shit like that. Uh, 
they they up like they do that sh- they did that shit again where they kind of you know up the force powers a bit so they're a bit more impactful like you know Vader blasting like rocks apart or like throwing a huge amount of boulders at once sure or like but this does take place before the original trilogy I like it, I know like it's one of those things you just have to deal with personally I don't have a problem with it like I like that force gets a power up it should be a little bit more powerful. In my opinion, if when it comes to like the most powerful users, who is like Vader and Palpatine and shit, I don't want it to be over top to the point of like Rise of Skywalker, where she, like he's shooting like a fucking Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha wave into the sky. But I like that Vader's able to like, oh, I'm gonna like blow a hole through a door kind of thing. You know what I mean? Anyway, they're yeah. fighting. It's really nice. Uh, Vader like buries literally. He literally buries Obi Wan. <laughs> Uh, like he blast, he blasts like a pit. Him. Yeah, he blasts a pit, and then he kicks uh, Obi Wan in there. And I swear to fucking God, Obi Wan's in this pit, and he looks up to Vader, looking at him down. And me and Maggie were both like, "Fucking say it, say you have the high ground." Um, this no, time, I yeah, have no, the no, high he didn't ground. say. It. He just like blasted rocks back into the hole and like buried Obi Wan, and he's like, "This time, gonna... you are on the low ground." Yeah, like it's hilarious too because Vader's like, and that's why you always lose. I'm like, homie, like pretty much the last time you guys actually fought, Obi Wan cut off three of your limbs. Obi Wan <laughs> has never lost. Yeah, he, <laughs> the only time he lost was like, like you can't put Order sixty six and the collapse of the Jedi on Obi Wan at all. He's yeah, he's like, still undefeated. He's a peon cop detective in that fucking organization. Yeah, he's like, like sting like, in the in the NWO. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, yes. So he he gets out of the rubble and he attacks Vader again, and they have another fight. So he busts like his chest piece, and then he slashes his mask. And this was easily, easily, easily the best part of the show. It should have just been the whole show. Yeah, this, this. it should have just been one episode and just been this. Um, so it, it cracks the mask and you can see half of um, Anakin's face. And it's Hayden Christensen in heavy makeup, of course. Uh, and the voice modulator is coming in and out and stuff like that. So when Anakin's voice is talking primarily, you see the glow mostly of Obi-Wan's blue lightsaber. And whenever... Vader's voice kind of comes back into effect. You see a bit more of the red come back, especially at the end. Uh, but, like, you know, his face max breaks, and Obi-Wan, like, that's when he, like, disconnects Vader from from Anakin for a second. And he's just like, Anakin, like, I'm so sorry. And Anakin's just like, oh, I don't need your fucking pity. He's like, <laughs> uh, I forget basically what he said. He's like, you know, Obi-Wan, I hate- you'll always be a second-rate duelist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, I don't need your pity. And he's like, um, I'm so sorry for everything. And he's like, uh, he's like, no, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. And it's kind of like a neat little play on things. So they can say in A New Hope when Obi-Wan said Anakin, uh, Obi-Darth Vader killed Anakin. It's technically true because that's what Darth Vader said. You heard it right from the man himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does, does Qui-Gon Jinn show up? Yes. I will get there. <laughs> so... Voice modulator is really fucking cool at this point, especially because Obi-Wan, like, he can't, like, move at this point, so Obi-Wan's just, like, like, he pities him again at this point because of, like, what he's become and how, like, shitty he is. Yeah, let's pity the mass murderer of children. Yeah, like, yeah, so Obi-Wan just walks away and this guy's just yelling, like, Obi-Wan, like, his, it's, I really like, (laughs) I really like the voice effect for it. I thought it was very well done. It's literally a copy of, like, the best scene in Rebels, which is that anim- animated cartoon. Uh, but, like, say what you want about, like, Star Wars, but the animated cartoons are actually, like, a case of, like, wow, there's character development. Like, there's basic stories here. Great. So this is, like, a WWE pay-per-view, like a, a, a Hell in the Cell where you sit through a bunch of bullshit, and at the end, Cody Rhodes with a torn peck comes out, and him and Seth do a five-star match. And you're like, yeah, you know what? That was fucking awesome. Le- left me with a good taste in my mouth, even yeah. though the rest of this was dog shit. So they did the same thing in uh, Rebels with Ahsoka. She slashes the mask, and he's like, Ahsoka. And it's like his, it's like Anakin's voice, and she's like, Anakin. She's like, I won't leave you. And he's like, then you will die and his fucking voice comes back and it's so fucking cool i mark out for shit like that uh because i like when i don't know, i like fucking with shit like that so anyway Someone posed the question the other day on twitter and it's like do you consider young anakin uh hayden christensen anakin and darth vader to be three separate uh, three separate characters and the answer was like 87 percent yes 
<laughs> yeah, hard to disagree I, with that I, think, at this point. I actually think this will help bridge that a bit. Uh, it was really, 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 really well done. I'm not gonna like I shit on a lot of Obi Wan. We we have this ep- this podcast, but that yeah. actual part was really well done. Uh, we're going to make a thumbnail for this, by the way, for Obi Wan. I'm gonna get like Vader's cracked mask, but he's holding like a rock star or some shit. So yeah, that's our that's our brand. Yeah, so Obi <laughs> Obi Wan feels Luke being attacked, right? So he's like, yeah. So he hyperspeeds just to Tatooine and gets there in like five minutes, like just before she like kills this fucking kid, right? Um, so she doesn't kill a kid, and Obi Wan's like, "Okay, you can stop being a dick now. I let go of my like fear, and you should let go of your hate." And she's like, "Okay." And Wait, this she's... is after the fight with Vader? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So she's like, "Okay," and she buries her lightsaber and she leaves. So then she uh, buries it. She buries her lightsaber in like the desert, and she leaves. Okay. There's like 18 fucking lightsabers in the desert in Tatooine. Yeah, yeah you just make a whole <laughs> fucking metal detector. You find all kinds of lightsabers yeah. in Tatooine. So Obi Wan now is like, you know, you, you can tell that he's high spirited now because he has like very white cloaks now, Lee. Yeah. He's saying hello there to everybody. No, I, that's, I'm getting there. Stop spoiling shit. <laughs> yeah. Now we're now we're worried about spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, Thirty goes, to, he goes to the farm and he's just like. Owen, I'm glad that we saved Luke, kind of, but not really. And Owen's like, yeah, I'm, you're all right. You're uh, all right, girl. Yeah, and he's like, you want to meet him? And he's talking to Luke. Uh, so he just goes up to Luke and he goes, hello there. And then it immediately cuts to him leaving the farm. I'm like, okay, that's fucking cute. That's really, really cute. I like that, actually. I kind of clapped a little bit. I clapped. Yeah. I clapped. Um, Sorry, I cut your dad into little pieces. Hello there. <laughs> No, but I like that because um, you didn't need to, for them to have a conversation, but it was a fun way to you know insert that very popular meme. And speaking of that, like the <laughs> moments that was good, Leia, like Leia, mostly was very unneeded for this show. It should have just been about Obi Wan and Vader. She was very unneeded for the plot. Yeah, very, you, uh, very you wrapped unneeded. it up. Yeah, literally. Um, but the moments that were nice with Leia and Obi Wan was when Obi Wan was talking about Padme and Anakin. Like from before to Leia, like moments like those. Your dad killed a whole camp of Tuscan Raiders, <laughs> yeah. and your mom and dad made love that night. And yes. Got married under the Naboo. Your mom was eighteen when he was nine. <laughs> it was love at first sight. Yeah, it was grooming. Uh, except not. Uh, she was my drunk by... master made a deal with a fly that if she... you won the race, you would by a racist stereotype. <laughs> You were atta- your mother was attacked by centipedes one time. Fuck. Um, you remember Attack of the Clones? How the Trade Federation hires Count Dooku to kill Padme, who hires Jango Fett to kill Padme, who hires Sam to kill Padme, who uses a robot to kill Padme, which uses centipedes to kill it's a Padme. Robot, it's, a, it's a robot that spits centipedes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. It almost so, worked, too. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you could say Darth Revo is like revolutionary. She's cutting to like three of those six steps. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah. So wait, wait. Am I remembering this correctly? Does that droid cut a perfect hole in yes. the window to shoot the centipedes through? Yes. Why would it, it just shoot cut, her? It could have just fired a bomb into the room. <laughs> Oh my god! They what had I... no idea the droid was there. They only knew that the centipedes were uh, like crawling up her sheets. Yeah, fuck. It's, it's fucking, fucking George Lucas, right? Yeah, thank God he's he's dead and not not around to see this. Yeah, like these these <laughs> like these plots have become slightly more competent because of him leaving. <laughs> slightly. Okay, so Obi Wan does the cute hello there meme, uh, and then he's walking in the desert and he sees Qui Gon's ghost and he's just like, oh, master, uh, and. Qui-Gon turns around and he says some like cute line uh, with a very thick Irish accent. Liam Neeson did not give a fuck. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. No. Did he grow his hair out or is he just like whatever he looked like that day? It looked like a a wig I want to say. He's like I'm too busy filming like fucking 12 direct to DVD action films. (laughs) This is my life now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah he's just like Obi-Wan like what took you so long or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so they wrapped it up in a neat little bow. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you would possibly do for a season two, other than like 
So you should fair. do what you should have done for season one and just have Obi-Wan go do a, like what it should have been is he's he, it's the uh, Kurosawa like he's just a Ronin bumbling around Tatooine. He's got odd jobs here and there, but he's right. just living yes. in exile. And then there's a town that's like in trouble or under some kind something's happening and he's forced to fucking pop his claws again and and be a Jedi. Dude, okay, it's it's very simple, okay? Like Solo happened, okay? And as we saw at the end of Solo, which also takes place between three and four, fucking Daenerys Targaryen is now the second in command of Darth Maul. And all they do is, like, they just run drugs and, like, slaves, which is is a smaller story, which is fine. And it could still be about Obi-Wan regaining his courage and his strength, but it's through him rescuing slaves and, like... And, like, and killing stop. Darth Maul. Yeah, and killing Darth Maul, who yeah, like fucking fucked up his master, so he has to, Darth like, Maul, who created Darth Vader by killing Qui Gon Jinn. Yes, yes, like all this shit. Like you can do so much shit with that. You could, you could still have your Darth Vader appearance at the end too, if you want. But it's a smaller story. No, no don't, <laughs> don't, don't. You tease Darth Vader for season two. That's fine. Get, get that. The Darth Vader thing is just like, man, you fucking came so fast. With this show, it's just like it should have been the yes. He's working odd jobs, and he gets called away to like, hey, you're pretty good. Uh, why don't you go work for our like? You're being shipped over here to this bigger factory, and when he's there, he realizes that it's a front, and they're oh, running space drugs. Yeah. And like Darth Maul and and Daenerys are like part of that, and he gets wind not that Darth v- Anakin and Darth Vader is alive, but that fucking Darth Darth Maul is alive, and he's a fucking so he's. Yeah, and this guy's like oppressing the town and taking slaves and shit like that. Yeah, so and then Obi Wan's got a fucking it's it's Zorro. It's the Mask of Zorro movie. You remember the Mask of Zorro? Antonio Banderas. Uh, it's that. Yeah, he's, and perfect. He's, you can make Daenerys like you know this tweener who doesn't know if she wants to stay heel or turn face again. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Ha- you can. Obi Wan has to go in with a gang of ragtag, you know, scoundrels who are also trying to take him down. You know what I mean? Yeah, no need, no need to talk about Luke or Leia or Vader or the rebels versus the uh, the Imperials. It can yeah, just be Obi Wan tale. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, that's what I honestly thought this was going to be when they first first announced it. Like when they first were like, "We're going to do shows. We're doing a Boba Fett uh, show, hey, a Yoda show, and an Obi Wan show." Hey, there's yeah. a dude on Obi Wan's crew when they're trying to take down Darth Maul. At the last episode, it turns out that he's an Imperial spy, and he's oh, like, fuck. "Yes, he's like, yes, Lord Vader. Uh huh, yes, Lord Vader." Yes, Darth Maul's operation is defeated, Lord Vader. <laughs> fucking yes, Ocelot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, Mr. President. And that guy can be like a rank and file or like a guy you see. They can Robert Zemeckis de-age one of the actors from A, a New Hope. And you see that in A New Hope, he's actually been uh, he's, he's actually been promoted because of his work as it's a It's that guy that was choked by Lord Vader. Yeah, who later... Like, that's the exact yeah, guy I was talking way about. Your ancient Lord Vader. This space station... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker was like w- well in his teens when he saw the what what Jedi could do. Yet he's gonna talk shit to Darth Vader to his face. Well, because he saw uh, the destructive power of the Death Star. No, yeah, maybe he's like, he, now maybe we got a big laser. So maybe he gets the grudge for Force powers from working with Obi Wan in this in this crew. Huh? <laughs> I, that could be it. Yeah, and, and yeah. we have a, we have, a, we have you get a line in there about the sorcerer's right ways or some shit. It's easy enough to get a Jedi to whatever planet you want them on to explode it with a space laser. So, I mean, he's not wrong. But when you're in the room with the guy and he's in choking distance, you know. Yeah, that's that's the problem in general with how fucking stupid George Lucas is by making Revenge of the Sith like 20 years before A New Hope. Because all of those fucking guys in that boardroom in A New Hope would have been like like mid-20s. When, like, the Jedi Order was predominant and all over the galaxy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so when A New Hope rolls around and this guy's like, you're fucking dead religion that doesn't even exist. I don't even think you have powers, you bitch. <laughs> well, that <laughs> like, was the case in Force Awakens. It's been 30 years or whatever, right? And like, Jedi, uh, they're like, those even it's exist? Like, it's, it's a, that'd be like us being, like, uh, fucking New Wave music doesn't Like, Led Zeppelin, that's not a band that exists. That's yeah, a, I've never... Is that, they're a legend. <laughs> Yeah, you're dead religion. Like I get, like <laughs> your the, stairway to I heaven. get the Empire would like erase records of like Jedi and shit, but it's only been twenty. Most of the people here have been alive for the fucking god. Whatever. 
that's the problem with Star Wars. That's the problem with Star Wars. There's a lot of problems with Star so Wars. So I don't know but... if they're going to do a season two of Obi-Wan because, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you could do the Darth Maul shit now, but, like, I don't know, man. No, you've already blown your whole wad. He, he popped his lightsaber in that really flaily duel with Vader and completely ruined that moment. So, fuck yeah. us. Yeah. 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 Anyway, video games. What'd you play? <laughs> uh, I beat Resident Evil 2. Go check that out on my YouTube, the full thing. I've talked about Did the game. Did you play it with the upgrades? No, because the only upgrade That's really weird. is ray tracing and that tanks yeah. uh, FPS, especially when I'm push streaming. Your, push your PC to the limits. Yeah, I've talked about the game before, so I'm not really going to go into that. You grabbed uh, Neon White. Uh, you're looking to play that? Yeah, I grabbed Neon White, and I also picked up uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, baby. Let's Whatever. fucking go. Whatever. <laughs> Memes are DNA of the soul, Jack. Um, Hello there. <laughs> we're going to fucking... Let's dance. Um, I can't wait to play that fucking game, and I need you to play it. It's like eight Don't, bucks on uh, Steam. Don't look up any speedruns for Neon White, because I think it'll ruin it for you. Because uh, the whole game is about getting from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, but the speedrunning thing makes you look at the game a little differently. There are in-game hints to, ch- to tell you, like, quickest route. But really, it's up to you to be like, what am I, what am I capable of uh, while also dealing with the enemies and stuff in front of you? That game looks fucking sick, so I think I will uh, be following suit and playing that as well. Yeah, so I'm uh, playing. Going to play that in Revengeance. I play a little bit of Pokemon Competitive. Uh, again, absolutely, my I get fucking destroyed in doubles. I don't know what's wrong with me. But I just gone on an eight uh, match win streak in singles. So hey, we're looking good. We're looking fine. That's what I've been playing. That's right. Well, at least in doubles, the other guy can take the uh, take the fall, right? Yeah. Uh, there's there's two people to get pinned. Uh, I've been playing Yakuza four. That's not how doubles work. Uh, <laughs> you get two Pokemon, not two fucking, not four trainers, fucking tag team duel shit. No, if you got like Christian tag team and with Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy can take the pin. You know what I mean? Uh, no, that's that's not how it works. I, like, that's not exactly how it works. There's Reed. two trainers and one of them loses, and I've been losing. <laughs> Looking at the lights, brother. Uh, yeah. So yeah, because of four, I've moved on to the second protagonist in uh, Taiga Saijima. Uh, he is a character who. Uh, has been imprisoned for 25 years for a crime he did commit. <laughs> he uh, he was part of a, like, Tojo uh, applicating uh, uh, kind of side gang, him and Goro Majima, uh, who you may have heard me mention before. Anyways, uh, for their boss, they were going to go do this crazy hit on this ramen shop and uh, kill, like, this entire rival gang to just show their metal kind of thing, and Majima stands him up. Uh, so there's a really famous uh, cutscene from Yakuza, in terms of people who know Yakuza cutscenes, uh, where this man strapped down with like six revolvers walks into a ramen shop and blows everybody away. Uh, and he is arrested and he does hard time and uh, he doesn't really learn about what's going on in the the, uh, the criminal underworld as he's, he's awaiting his life sentence. He gets transferred to Okinawa uh, where he's waiting for his life sentence still, but the guards there are allowed to beat you up. You know how you know how prison breaks go. Really. Yeah. You know the guards beat you up. Uh, so, needless to say, he gets out and learns uh, how how changed things are and how the power uh, structure of the the yakuza has changed. And that he, he, really what he did did nothing. His boss had to uh, not bail him out, but like kind of make amends for what he did. Uh, and the the he, basically he accomplished nothing. He was serving over twenty years in prison. And Majima's living the high life of, of being this crazy gangster. Why did he stand me up? What happened to my boss and what happened to, like, the boys? Uh, so you're, you're kind of discovering that and you're learning how this character... It's really neat in that you basically have this character on ice uh, serving pris- a prison sentence for 25 years. And it's basically written off by the overarching story of Yakuza because he's, like, an urban legend. He's just this lowly peon soldier that shot up this ramen shop and killed all these gang members. And now he's back. And what does he want? And why is he here? Uh, he has a side story. So Yakuza's whole thing is as a JRPG. Hey, here's a really lengthy JRPG. And you know, sometimes you get a little burnt out on them and you want to play something else. You don't have to go anywhere else, though. Yakuza provides mini games and billiards and all that shit right there in the game, including these massive side quest contents. And uh, one of uh, Taiga's is, uh, or Sajima, is a uh, fighter maker. You get these different characters, you train them up. 
you motivate them, teach them moves, and then they go and fight in these tournaments, and you slowly work your way through these tournaments and training all these other guys. Motherfucker, I've been playing this for seven hours. This this, this goddamn fighter maker, I swear to God. It's not good. Uh, it's it's challenging, and you can't really have any direct influence over what's happening. It's like Pokemon if you didn't get to choose their moves. Um and I kind of made that pact with myself. I'm like, if I have to try this one more time and I lose, I'm just going to advance the story. And then I went and won, and then I kept winning. And here I am still doing this shit. So yeah, because it's always got that kind of content in there. This one's a stopgap for me as I'm trying to finish it before I get to the very end of uh, this part of the story, of the act, before I move on to another character. There's a scene where, after the prison break, which is awesome, it's a good run through hallways, beat the shit out of cops, prison break. Uh, you end up washed up uh, near the uh, orphanage where, where Kiryu resides, and you end up fighting him on the beach. And it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good fan service f- moment of that. Kiryu is it, this is f- this is four games in, but five games in if you count zero. Uh, and the story is still intriguing. They're still finding interesting ways to spark conflict. It's it's crime, right? So you can always the power struggle is always there. You can always introduce a new character who's stirring shit. Uh, and then you can also have, you know, it's been going on for so long that a lot of enemies become good guys and the and the like. Highly recommend everybody play through the Yakuza series. By God, it's great. Anyway, other than that, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge been still uh, chipping away at that. Just a great game. Uh, and that's kind of it for what I've been playing. Reed, we got some quick news to get through, and uh, we'll end the Obi-Wan cast. Um, Tony Hawk confirmed on a stream that more or less after Vicarious Visions was folded into Blizzard that work stopped on the Tony Hawk remaster of Pro Skater 3 and 4. They're no longer happening. Uh, they tried to hire other people on to maybe carry it to the finish line. It just didn't happen. So for the whole... Anybody wondering why didn't those games get remasters as well? They were going to. And then they restructured things at Blizzard. And then everybody was like, Blizzard, you're awful. Uh, and that's that's where we're at. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 has a game-breaking bug on Switch. This game, uh, you cannot complete it on the Switch currently. I don't know if that patch has come out at this point of uh, update. The studio has clarified in a statement uh, the bug only affects a small number of users, and the company has published a cheat code to pass it. Interesting. Very don't know exactly what that is, but very interesting uh, it, that it you... It could literally be a million things. That game's buggy as all fuck, and it's incomplete. You would hope that if you're going to do the work to bring it up so many years onto current platforms that you would maybe try to correct those things, but maybe some things aren't correctable, right? Uh, no Man's was Sky made in become... nine months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, fucking give them a break. Uh, no Man's Sky coming to Nintendo Switch in October. When you really think about it, it's possible that this port of the game had more time being put on it than the original game itself. Uh, when you think about it. Uh, no Man's Sky coming to Nintendo Switch in October... It's crazy that that game is working on a Switch. It's also a physical release. It's coming to the PS5 as well. Uh, no Man's Sky continues to build and uh, and just be a great experience for those looking for that. Uh, I fell off that game a long time ago, and I think it's too late to go back. Uh, last time I logged into it was like just to check out the VR stuff, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome, but not for me, man. That's another game. It's not quite like Destiny. Like it doesn't play like Destiny, obviously. Uh, but in terms of just having a checklist of things to endlessly do, man, that game's got it. Couple Sonic-related things this week. You know how I like to check in on Sonic. Yuji Naka uh, heard that they changed the Sonic Three soundtrack in the Sonic Origins release, uh, and really casually just dropped that. Why would they take Michael Jackson's music out of a Sonic game? Uh, more or less, finally confirming the long-speculated. Uh, the idea that Michael Jackson worked on the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 soundtrack when he heard the final result, didn't think it lived up to his uh, expectations, whatever they may have been, and uh, took his name off the project, but that music is still in the game. Uh, Until now, Sonic Origins removes it. Also, the developer is very unhappy with the finished product, blames Sega. Well, that's always good news. Yeah, when you just release a game and you're just like, I hate this. We did a bad job, and it's uh, the publisher's fault. Um, yeah, so basically the developer at Headcanon acknowledged that there were issues that uh, w- with what we gave to Sega, but added that what uh, Sega's developers did with the code afterward introduced some wild bugs uh, that they are now getting blamed for. Headcanon assisted primarily in the master of 1994's Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. So they went ahead and removed this game uh, from individual sale on a lot of platforms, and th- this is the problem. Uh, is that, yeah, you can do that if you're going to make a effort 
to it, to actually include the original game verbatim, uh, but you didn't. You you removed this game from individual sale and then you changed it and re-released it as something that isn't what it was before. So why would I buy this version of it if it's just objectively a worse version of it because you want to re-release it? I don't understand that, and it's uh, very upsetting. Very cool to finally hear definitively that Michael Jackson worked on that soundtrack, though. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> From Software claims that their next game is in the final stages of development and Elden Ring updates are coming. Oh, my God. They must have yeah. had, like, the B team working on that. Like, what, is, what does that mean, right? Uh, yeah. Ninja Blade uh, they were talking 2. About, they were talking about an Armored Core revival, so maybe they do have a separate team that's, like, doing something non-Soulsy uh, over at FromSoft. But uh, Elden Ring DLC would be welcome. I'm keeping that game installed until I hear one way or the other, right? It's a Kingsfield remake. Can you imagine... Yeah, well, why not at this point? Can you imagine Elden Ring DLC... Like, like, can you imagine the idea of adding something to that game? Holy it would fuck. have to have a gimmick, right? Yeah, I, I, I have to play my original character. Like, I'm not going to the fucking game again. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, there has to be some kind of, uh, uh, like, separate... No, it's it's going to be something as simple as, here, you go to this location and it teleports you to the DLC area. Well, people were also thinking, it. like, PvP DLC, right? Like, some kind of... Yeah, they usually add in, like, an actual dedicated arena on some DLCs. Uh, it, it really varies and depends on which kind of DLC. We'll leave you this week uh, with the news that Chris Pratt warns his Mario voice is unlike anything you've heard. He's really proud of his updated take. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> hey, it's a me. <laughs> hey, it's a me, Mario. Well, great. Perfect. Fuck that guy already. Anyway, Reed, let's wrap it up. At Iceberg Podcast is us on the Twitter. LeahTissyIceberg.com is my email address. Send us questions, topics, things you think might be interesting on the show. If we uh, like them, we'll include them. Reed can be found on Twitch. Uh, at Ray Ray Oren, streaming all manner of uh, nonsense, including Neon White coming soon. Uh, and then also on uh, the YouTube Bonestorm Doors, where you can see our playthroughs of uh, Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST, among others. Please check them out. Well, Reed, that's going to be it for another episode of the Public Beta Podcast. Thank you, as always, for signing up, and we'll talk to you again next week.